and I start sending you people who have sore knees. Is that traffic any good to you? No, of course not, right? Seems pretty simple, but you'd be amazed on how many people do, and you probably have done it yourself, where you are not very specific on what traffic you're trying to bring to your website. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Website traffic is one of the cornerstones in any successful online marketing strategy. Without it, a website is unable to fulfill its purpose. On the other hand, not all traffic is good traffic. So what if I was to demystify the prominent website traffic myths for you? Would that be helpful? Well, then let's do it. So last week, I brought you into the world, if you hadn't already been there, of the rule of 26, right? We talked about traffic, conversion rates, and our average revenue per client as it pertains to the clients that you're getting from your website. Now, traffic is going to be what we're going to talk about today, okay? So in the terms of the rule of 26, the fallacy of high traffic is the first myth, right? There's so many people I talk to over the year, and this is not, this isn't a new thing. This is for as long as I've been in marketing, um, in, in websites to technically, uh, shoot now over 20 years, um, tracking website traffic, right? Um, everybody wants a lot of traffic. The problem with a lot of traffic is that more uh, the people think, well, the more traffic equates to more success. The problem with that is that not all traffic, like I said, not all traffic is good traffic. And what do I mean by that is that there is, a, if you are, okay, let's go this way. You are selling, say you're a dentist. We'll just use that one. Super easy, right? And you say, oh, I want as much traffic as possible. And I start sending you people who have sore knees. Is that traffic any good to you? No, of course not, right? Seems pretty simple, but you'd be amazed on how many people do, and you probably have done it yourself, where you are not very specific on what traffic you're trying to bring to your website. You're just like, just give me all the traffic, and then whoever's supposed to be there will wade through that. Problem with that is that even if you said, you know what, the website's going to uh, uh, sift through all of the noise, so I don't have to worry about it. Say that, say that was true, okay? Problem is, is that some of those people are still going to reach out with other questions that are not going to equate to any tra uh, any business for you. They're not buyers, regardless of how bro uh, uh, how much you think that the website's going to kick them away, right? And we'll get we'll get to how that works later on in the next episode when we talk about conversion rates. But right now, when we're talking about just pure traffic, you want the right traffic. You want to target as close to whom you want to talk with as possible before they get to your website. Because that way, because you're going to have a, a majority of them not click through. Just plain facts. Like, most conversion rates were in the single digits. So even if you said you had 10% conversion rate on, on your website from unique traffic, 
which is like four times the national average for most industries, you're still only talking one out of 10 visitors are coming to there. Now, why is that though? The thing is this, buyers uh, you're, in your market, in every industry, it doesn't matter, only 5% of your market is in the buying mode at any given time, right? So if you have, so, so people are like, well, then why would they come to a website if we're not, uh, they're not looking to buy? Well, there's different phases of the buying cycle, right? And in search, we call the, and we'll get into search here in a second, um, but there are four uh, ways that people or reasons people are searching. We call it intent, right? So when we're talking about that transactional, which I'll get to in a second, that transactional traffic of those, you might be converting a very high percentage, but the overall traffic, your website is going to be in the single digits. So is it better to just throw as much traffic to it as possible and see what sticks? Yeah, ish. Problem is that that means you're going to get a lot more trash leads and that costs you money. Time lost, opportunity cost, uh, ass, uh, your assets, right? The amount of uh, bandwidth you have for you and your staff. All of these things go into, have to be considered when we're looking at the uh, bad leads coming into your uh, your, your company, right? So let me give you an early story of uh, numbers over qu uh, quality, okay? So I was working with a uh, with a landscaper, okay? And uh, still a client actually today, after like 13 years, uh, they're still a client. Um, but in the early days, um, we talked about like, who do you want to be going to your website? And he's like, well, anybody with a yard? Like, no, not anybody with a yard. These guys are really nice landscapers. And they, they have a minimum that uh, charge they have to bill to show up. Otherwise, he loses money. Regardless of how big, uh, how small, um, you know, like if you, you just send one person there, it doesn't matter. The truck and the time and the scheduling and the project management and the billing and all the other things, there's a floor, right? So we really wanted at least a half day job or better, right? And really, he wanted multi multiple day jobs, you know, things that were um, bigger than just, oh, can you trim a tree? You know, that's, that's not what he needed, right? Though at that time, he thought, well, any business is good business. Problem is, is that it was going to really erode away from his available or his availability to work on those. So we started to look at when we did our advertising, we started looking at where we were advertising and making sure that when we were doing it digitally, we were only advertising in the, uh, neighborhoods that had the bigger yards. We were advertising to people who felt they didn't have the time to do the work, right? Because you got a big yard. Shoot, I have a, a new neighbor across the street from me right now. He has what what, what we always talk about it uh, in and around the, the office is that you have people with more time than money and other people with more money than time, right? So I consider myself, even though I'm not rich or anything, I look at my time as much more valuable than money. I had a neighbor across the street. He's talking about painting his old inside of his house. And I'm like, okay, 
oh, who are you going to have paint it? Because I was going to refer him to my painter, um, who was also a client. So I'm like, heck yeah, you, know, you want to be able to do that, right? But no, he's like, oh yeah, we're going to paint it. And I'm just looking at him like more energy than I have, right? But really what I wanted to say was you have more time than money, right? So he still sees his time as more, worth uh, his money worth more than his time. Now to me, time is an irreplaceable asset, right? Once it's burnt, it's gone. So how you spend it is paramount, okay? Especially as a business owner, okay? And so when I was talking with my, going back to my story here with the landscaper, when I started showing him all of the ways that he was losing money by talking to the low-lying fruit versus waiting for the high, uh, high quality clients and only having to take on maybe a half of calls because we're going to only target those people. They've got a lot of them already have landscapers that they're working with. They've or they have uh, kids that do it for them and stuff like that. There's all these these things that that are keeping them from needing that on a regular basis, and it's a smaller population of the city that he serves. So when it came down to it, it's kind of scary to him. But in the end, he went from a seven million dollar company. Now he is a sixteen million dollar company. Okay, so you're right. Quality, quality matters, right? And when we talk about that, that means that you're also affecting your conversion rates, right? And when we look at the rule of 26, we look at the fact that you are trying to increase that traffic by 26%, but in a way that does is not a detriment to your conversion rate because you also have to increase your conversions by 26%. So the value of the of the quality of that traffic is paramount. So another thing that I also like to look at is the fact that the calls you don't take is money in your pocket because there's something else your business can be doing. There's something else you could be focused on um, because you're not taking calls that will never become money in your pocket, will never become clients. That's a big deal. And it's so important for people to understand that you talking to people who will never buy from you is a waste of your breath. It's a waste of time you'll never get back. It is an opportunity cost that is insurmountable. I can't even, you can't figure the numbers out because you just don't know. You don't know that you didn't make time for somebody else that didn't get through because you were too busy talking to the wrong people. Okay. So let's move on to differentiating between the various traffic sources, right? Because there's organic or inbound traffic, and then there's outbound or paid traffic, okay? So when we talk about organic, I love organic. It's my favorite, okay? And of all of the organic, my favorite organic is SEO, search engine optimization. Now with search engine optimization, we're going to get into how to do that. Maybe that'll be another episode of like how to get started into that, or at least where to start looking for the right types of keywords to rank for. But there's one thing that I do want you to look at, because if you're working with a search engine optimization technician or SEO agency or anything like that, um, shoot, if you're, using, if you're working with with us and you haven't heard this before, get back on the phone with your account manager and tell them what is up. We need to talk about this. But I know if you're working with us, this is how it looks. 
we look at the four intents of SEO. So there, um, people are either, they have one of four intentions when they type in a keyword on their search, uh, on the search engine. Okay. So we're going to use Google because they're the behemoth. They've got like 90% of the traffic. So talking about anybody else doesn't really matter. Right? So with that said, you type in a, and a keyword, certain types of keywords are, are used by different people at different points in their sales cycle. Okay. So that sales cycle that we're talking about here, um, is going to be first informational. They're just, some of them don't know what they don't know. They, they, they have a pain, but they don't know what the solution is, or maybe they have a symptom and they don't know what their pain is. Right. So they're just looking to collect information. Okay. Then you have people who are in the commercial stage. Now, the commercial stage is when they're like, hey, I know what my problem is. I, I, I have an idea what the solution is, but I don't know who I'm going to get it from. And so they're looking to compare. Okay. So maybe they're like, I need a better cell phone. Okay. Do I want to go Apple or do I want to go Android? Okay. They're in the commercial side. Okay. Then there's transactional. They know who they know what. Um, they know the pain, they know their solution. They just haven't found who is going to deliver the solution, right? I know I want an Android. Where am I going to get that Android from? I'm now in a transactional mode. Who is it? Who's going to sell me the best uh, Android for my needs? Okay. There's one other one that's called navigational. Now, navigational means you already know who it is and you're ready to go. The navigational intents are brand related and they are uh, the people who look those up are usually ending up on maps and they're reaching out to those people. I want to say it's like 84 or 85% of the time within 24 hours. Very high value, but that's more of a local and, uh, and, and it, 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 it lends itself to transactional, but really transactional is a whole nother beast. So we're going to stick with those three. Okay. Now in social media, this is a ongoing conversation, right? Then you have your networking. People forget to point their networking contacts to their website. I was just on actually earlier this, uh, today. I was responding to a direct message in uh, on Facebook, and they were asking. Um, we we're talking about social media actually and automating social media. And I happen to have a tool that helps people automate social media so they don't spend so much time because he was really complaining about like, well, I used to do a lot of social media, but it takes too much time. And I had so much business, blah, blah, blah. But now I want to sell it. So I need to bring it up, uh, bring it back and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, great. Well, I actually have something that will help you save a lot of time in doing that. Cause since you're just kind of going through the motions, blah, 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 blah. So with that said, he's like, well, I'll think about it. I'll get back to you. Not a problem. Hey, in the meantime, you can check it out. Buzzsocial.biz. That's all I left it. Boom. If he's interested, he'll look at that link. And then if the link, if the, the landing page does its job, he'll reach back out and go, yep, you're right. That will save me a bunch of time. Let's get signed up. Boom. Done. Okay. Networking. So I used it. We were, I was networking on a social media site technically, but I was using that networking and I was pointing people to a website directories, another great place, especially if you have a service um, it, that is, um, it's a common service, right? Like a plumber or anything like that. You want to make sure that you're on as many directories as possible so that Google knows, um, that you exist, um, and you want to be found. Okay. Let's talk about paid real quick. Now I, I know I'm glossing all over these. These are perfect topics as we get into the season tour, we'll dive further into probably all of these at some point. Okay. 
But for today's topic, uh, this today's discussion, I should say, let's keep moving into the paid. Okay. Now we talked about search is my favorite organic. It is also my favorite paid pay per click Google ads. My favorite. Why? Because you are putting ads in front of people who are looking specifically for your services. They're looking for solutions to the pains that relate to your services. Okay. Same thing with social ads. Same thing with traditional media, TV, radio, print is not dead. People keep looking. If you're especially a social, uh, a local business, make sure that you are looking at your uh, print uh, opportunities in your neighborhoods. I mean, there are so many out there. Maybe we'll just uh, have a discussion about that one day. Programmatic is another one that I love. Okay, now programmatic is kind of like social media ads, but it's uh, and and Google ads, but it's in the networks on websites outside of search and social. Okay, and they're great because they still have a lot of targeting that can happen there. It is the thing that goes beyond PPC and social media, um, and between traditional media and programmatic. And when people have enough money to do one of those two things, we take a look at which one's going to give them the results they're looking for um, because they're not cheap, okay? But they're paid and they're very specific and you can get very targeted with both of those, okay? The thing is this, I've said a bunch of stuff about organic and paid. I never said one only, okay? There's very important to diversify where you're getting your traffic from and to track that uh, patterns because you want to know what uh, value you're getting from types of traffic. Remember, we're looking for quality. Okay. So if I'm doing, so, let's just for, for shits and giggles, we'll say PPC, social media ads. Okay. We're doing both of them. Okay. I'm going to track what my cost per acquisition is between the two so that I can see which one is doing better. So that when I go to scale or add more to to get more business, I know where, where I'm going to put my money. Now, if they're even, well, we, we, that's another conversation altogether. But then you, technically, without getting too far into it, you probably would put a little bit more in both until one started to go up uh, better than the other ones, right? But the thing is, is that nine times out of 10, one's working better than the other um, unless you have, I'm not going to get too far into this guys, because I could get really technical and that's not the, the point of this conversation. The point is all of these pieces right here that I just talked about, right? Organic and paid with SEO, social media, networking, directories, PPC, social media ads, traditional media, programmatic, and, um, all of those things, all of these can be leveraged to get the best quality. And I didn't even touch all of them. Okay. But these strategies are there to attract the right audience, okay? And we went through a lot. Uh, I, I, I talked a lot about like SEO. I want to give you another case study, okay? Rented Truck Driver was a, uh, it's rentedtruckdriver.com. It's probably out there. And, I'll, and I told him this, so I don't mind saying it again. His website is not the prettiest website out there. But... This is the crazy thing. Regardless of how uh, drab and almost unprofessional the website was, it worked. And he was actually doing some of his own SEO, but he knew it could be better. And when we dove in, we looked at 
the quality of the keywords and the intent of the keywords. Now, this guy has to compete with uh, U-Haul and UPS and a couple other. It's really weird um, of the people that he had to compete against, right? But we got really nitty gritty with that. And we went in and we looked at the keywords that were going to have the highest likelihood of needing what um, he offered. And in less than three months, this is the crazy thing, in less than three months, somehow, and I say somehow because we we had to do more than what we did there. Um, I, 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 should, I should say this. Just doing the best keywords, I don't know was the only thing, but we got 290% better traffic. More, uh, I say that back. I said that backwards. We got 290% more users, new users, just by focusing on the keywords. And then from there, we did feed better content behind those keywords and a couple other things there. But the the whole point of this is that just by starting with the right keywords, we were able to then create a tactic and some strategies that almost tripled his new user traffic. It was amazing. And and from there, he's like, well, I'm going to have you guys do my, my Google ads too. And we did really good with those. Okay. Um, another one that we had was a corkscrew, which is uh, a local wine shop here in Springfield, Illinois, where my main office is for buzzworthy integrated marketing. And um, from that, he's going up against this behemoth of a franchise, not even a franchise, a big company called Binnie's, right? Um, discount liquor store, right? But he's got to compete with them on social, on uh, search marketing. And as of, uh, we've been working with them for about 18 months on SEO. And all of a sudden we're popping up higher for the wines that, and the types of wines that he has on search marketing, um, over the binnies, which means those people come in and they see all the difference between a boutique shop and a big discount shop. Now he's got good prices and all that good stuff, right? But that's his job once they get in there to show them why they need to come back to his or their stores, a, 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 a married couple that, that, that runs that, right? So what I, I give you both of those because one's a service and one's as retail, okay? And I, and I want to make sure that you understand as the listener, it, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have. Traffic and the quality of traffic that you drive to your website is the cornerstone of your website marketing. Without it, nothing else we talk about matters. And with bad quality will be a, a steeper climb to where you want to go. So let's make sure that we're feeding our the, the website the best quality traffic possible. Remember, quality over quantity. Okay, so I think I've beat that horse to death today. Hope you got something out of it. Next uh, episode, we're going to go into the misconceptions about conversion rate. And if you don't remember, conversion rate is the rate at which your visitors reach out to you in the buying process. Okay. So if you missed it, um, go back a, a, an episode here because we uh, we covered a lot of things in the last episode. Uh, one of which was the fact that I'm giving a free signed copy of the rule of 26 to anybody who goes to rule of 26.com and, and in the checkout uh, puts in the coupon code YABP. Now, 
you will have to pay for the shipping and handling. I can't, they don't let me ship these things for free. So if you can just cover that side, I will cover the printing and I'll package it up for you, all that good stuff and get that out to you. And if you're liking what we're doing here, just on the surface, you need to get yourself into the R26 intensive coming up. Um, for more information on that, that's a two-day workshop intensive. We're going to do four workshops in two days. We're going to run through every single aspect of the Rule of 26, and then we're going to create a, a customized roadmap for your company so you can walk away understanding every step of what how it's going to what it's going to look like for you to double your revenue using the Rule of 26. Um, and if you want a 20% discount off of that. Go ahead and apply and then make sure that you put in the coupon code YABP when you check out. Until next time, though, make sure that you subscribe to the show because we're getting into some really cool stuff here. And um, if you like what you're hearing, I'd love to hear from you. Leave a review. And until next episode, stay buzzworthy.